You're listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration, a podcast dedicated to helping software executives stay on the cutting edge of sales and marketing in their industry. Let's get into the show. Hi, uh, welcome to B2B Revenue Acceleration. My name is Dan Seabrook, and I'm here today with Tyler Lessard, VP of Marketing at Vidyard. How are you doing, Tyler? Oh, I'm absolutely great. It's uh, a Halloween celebration here day today, so I'm full up in my Ted Lasso costume, so I'm having a heck of a good time today here, Dan. How are you? <laughs> well, I'm not dressed up as uh, as Ted Lasso. I actually, uh, I'm the party pooper. I'm, I'm dressed in normal clothes, but uh, you know, I'm good. Uh, it's it's a Friday. Uh, we we're talking before this call. You said I'm I'm, I'm busy VP of sales uh, Q4. It's actually the last day of our Q3 today. It's uh, it's all good. Fortunately, we've done a record quarter, so it's kind of I wouldn't say it's feet up for for sure, but it's right. uh, it's a, a little bit less pressure than there normally would be on the last day of a quarter. Well, it's great to hear. Congrats on closing out the quarter. Congrats on sounds like a, a record quarter. But we all know, as you know, people in the sales community, it's it's only when we're recording. It's October 29th. I calculate at least five days left in the quarter. You can go through to like October 34th. So exactly that. Exactly that. Um, so to, to get started with the with the discussion today, the podcast today, it'd be great if you could give a bit of background to our listeners on uh, on yourself, but also your company. I know we're talking about video prospecting today, and you guys are, are pretty much the leaders in that. So it'd be great if you could just give a bit of introduction into that. And Yeah, my pleasure. So my name is Tyler Lassard. I am the VP Marketing and Chief Video Strategist here at Vidyard. Vidyard, as a, as a business, we uh, provide a suite of video technologies to businesses. We have a video hosting and management platform for marketing teams. But in recent years, we have seen the growing adoption of our video messaging tools for sales teams, which is really designed to make it easy for anyone in sales to be able to record and send personal video messages, screen recording videos, right over via email or social channels to their prospects and customers as frankly, just a better way to communicate their messages when we can't be there in person anymore. So that's been a really exciting area of focus for us. And I personally have been spending a lot of time in the sales community, understanding how are people using video in different ways, uh, what's really working for them to see success, and how can we pull the best practices from that and share them with others. So excited to explore that here today. Well, absolutely. If you look at your business the last couple of years, to your point around trying to connect with people via video, because we've obviously not been able to do that in person. How, how have you how have you seen that impact your business, uh, positively or negatively, um, uh, over the last year and a half or so? Yeah, well, it's uh, it's been really interesting, to say the least, the last couple of years. I think we all know that in the world of sales. Like, a couple of big things have really happened. Uh, of course, the great virtualization has happened, which both means we're more often than not selling remotely, but also it means our, our customers are buying remotely. Um, less and less, they're having people into their offices, if, if at all. More and more, their buying committees are distributed from each other. They're no longer all getting into the same meeting room together for you know a live or even video call with, uh, with you as a sales rep. So there are a lot of changing dynamics that are happening purely because of this sort of surge in virtual selling and buying. Obviously, as part of that, video has become a huge thing. A lot of us are doing, if not all of us, are doing Zoom calls, Google Meets, WebExes, whatever it happens to be. And that has started to at least normalize the use of cameras and microphones mm -hmm. in our lives as salespeople and, and business professionals. So we kind of have this new baseline we're working with where we're all at least comfortable now getting on camera, um, communicating over video. But that's now also opened this door for people to be able to do more with video than just live calls. The live video call is a great replacement for the in-person meeting or the phone call. 
But what about all those emails we send? You know, what about all those Slack messages we send? Well, a video message can actually be a great video alternative to those as well. Um, so that's starting to happen as sales reps are getting comfortable at least with video and camera and starting to find these tools to go, hey, I can record and send a short video to prospect somebody to introduce myself mm -hmm. um, or to walk through a sales proposal to help close a deal faster. So there's all these interesting sort of burgeoning use cases of video that we've started to see, which has been you know, great for our own sales team and, of course, great for, for all the companies that we work with. So to your point there, it sounds as if you're seeing you know, an, a, an upturn or at least a wider adoption of, of video technologies in different part of the sales funnel. My perception from, from an outsider looking in on uh, a company like yourselves and just, you know, teams that are, are generally adopting video as part of their, their outreach or their cadence or their day-to-day -day working practices is that uh, it, it feels to me, and I might have the wrong perception here, but it feels to me that, that, that generally speaking, video or adoption of video messaging as a prospecting channel within, say, a sales development environment seems to be uh, perhaps still relatively low adoption. Would that, do, you think, do you feel that's a fair assessment? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're still in the very early days of this. Um, you know, within, within our community, of course, we live it, we see it every day. We work with like, literally thousands of different businesses who are now using video messaging in their prospecting. But when you look at it on mass, it is still very, very early. And most of us, frankly, aren't even getting any video messages to our work inboxes um, from colleagues or from salespeople or otherwise. And so it still is very, very early. Therein actually lies one of the opportunities for a lot of sales reps today, those SDRs and, and account executives who are sending their prospects video messages are finding in most cases that it really stands out from everything else, partly because it is different and new. Um, I hear all the time reps forwarding me emails saying, you know, from a prospect saying, wow, this was such a great and refreshing way to reach out to me. I've never gotten a, a video from a salesperson. I'm intrigued. Let's talk. So there is a little bit of power in that right now in that it is different. It's unique. We certainly have seen this uh, rapidly growing use, so we do expect it to become you know, normalized over the next couple of years, but it is still very much early days, and, and we're all still learning about what's working. Yeah, and, in, and, and on that note, then, when you look at what, what's working, for the SDRs that are already using it, let's say, rather than trying to, trying to teach uh, an entire landscape of SDRs or the, yeah. the value of, of using um, video as, as a prospecting tactic, for SDRs that are currently using video messaging, video outreach as a tactic today, what, what would you say are some of the, the best practices to get the most out of the, the solution that they're using? Yeah, there, there's been a number of things that we've all learned over the last little while, particularly, as you said, when using it for prospecting. So when you think about the role of a video message when you're prospecting, there's a few things that it can do really, really well. And, and, and the most successful SDRs are the ones that recognize that and lean into those things. How is video different from when I'm typing an email or leaving a voicemail, right? Like what's unique about video and how can I really lean into that? The, the first thing is that video can be, is a very visual medium, obviously. And it allows us to show rather than just tell. It also allows us to, of course, put ourselves out there on camera and allow the person on the other side to see us, to get to know us and hopefully get to trust us. And so, um, you know, creating videos that bring your story to life that of course have you on camera but with tools like a Vidyard and others, you can also record, for example, a, a, your, what's up on your screen or your web browser, along with your camera on. And some of the most successful reps are using that as a way to get people's attention. So for example, if, if I were prospecting you, Dan, I might, as a very simple little tactic, bring up your LinkedIn profile up on my browser. 
-hmm. And then I'd hit the record button with my camera on right beside it. And I'd start by waving and I'd say, hey, Dan, you know, I was checking out your business and your profile here on LinkedIn. And I noticed that you're the VP of sales. And I'd highlight your little VP of sales title. Mm-hmm. And I might say, and then I would tie it into my message. You know, the reason I'm reaching out is I'm actually working with a few other VPs of sales right now who are all having the same problem, really low response rates by their SDRs. If that's a problem you're facing, and then I, you know, sort of, you know, quickly nail my message. Yeah. And what I've done there is when I send that video over and it lands in your inbox, you open that email up and there's this thumbnail image of the video and you see not only me as the seller, but you see your own LinkedIn profile up on the screen. And you immediately know in a fraction of a second that number one, I really did make a video just for you because that's your LinkedIn profile. This can't be a copy. Yeah, yeah. method. It creates a level of interest and curiosity because like, hey, that's me, right? <laughs> Even that uh, creates something interesting. And it just increases your expectation of value knowing that I've obviously delivered a very personal message to you. So there's little things like that of using visuals, again, using your personality and practice, practice, so you get more and more comfortable in your delivery of your messages. Well, that's a very good point as well around the practice, practice piece, because some of our SDRs internally have toyed around with it at times. And I think actually we're on the cusp of getting success. We're on the cusp of turning this into part of a wider cadence and probably stops. It's all, it's almost like that. I don't know if you've seen that image where there's the the person that's bashing a rock trying to get through and success is just the other side of the where, where they've got through when they're bashing chipping away at this rock. And it's I think it's the kind of equivalent of that where they 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 use it for a while and just as they're getting about to get success, they stop. And I think it's because in the early days when you're when you're toying around with it, when you're practicing, it takes time, yeah. right? It's gotta take probably a few minutes to get it right, and you're probably paranoid about having it perfect. And I, I always say, you know, it's it's not about being perfect, right? It's about doing a good enough job to get it out there. You're going to stand out anyway, to your point, because others yep. aren't doing that. So just do a decent job, do a decent message and get it out there and and, and tr- start trying to get feedback. But you've got to do it multiple times so yeah. to, to, to start receiving feedback and getting success. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, one of the the sayings I like to to share with people to jot down on a little sticky note, you know, so they remember it is, it's about connection, not perfection. And it's as yeah. simple as that when you're sending videos, because... And the reason you're putting yourself out there on a video, the power in that is the ability to have that person on the other end actually connect with you as a real human who's invested in helping them solve a problem, which email and voicemail and everything else, it's so hard to do, right? No matter how well you craft your email message, that person is still just reading it. They're skimming it. They can't hear your voice, your intonation. They don't feel connected to you at all, no matter how great that message is. But when they can see you and hear you as a real person, it levels that up. So even if you don't nail the perfect message, even if you don't have the best thing up on your screen, just you delivering it authentically in a way that gives them a sense of trust and a sense of potential value, you can create that connection. And to your point, they're not always going to respond to every video you send, but the data shows that sequences with video messages in them outperform sequences without. And I believe there's a big part to that of, you become more memorable to them. You become somebody that is more than just a name. You become a face and a real person. And eventually when they do pick up that phone or they do get that video, they're more likely to engage in a conversation. Very interesting. And, and in terms of, uh, if, if you look at, to your point around, it's about connection, not perfection. That said, I can only imagine, right, that if you've got an SDR that has uh, a lot of templated emails as part of a cadence, it's yeah. in outreach, ready to go, that's quicker, right? And sometimes SDRs think activity, they think volume, they think speed. 
So that's quicker than crafting this message. It might take you five or 10 minutes, whatever it takes to put it together. So from your perspective, when it comes to crafting a really tailored, solid message, is that better reserved for, say, you know, the C-level, VP, director-level individuals rather than, say, a, a, a practitioner or a user of a solution that you might actually be trying to target? Well, I think a lot of it comes down to, like with many things, how heavily you personalize or customize, you know, really is the, you know, the the potential value of that lead or that prospect. I typically wouldn't narrow it down to a type of persona. I would narrow it down to the business that I'm selling to. So if I am going after a lead that is either in a company that is like right at the pinnacle of our ideal customer profile, and, you know, I know that they would be a perfect fit for my solution. That's when I'm going to put in a little bit more time because if I can get their attention, if I can get into a conversation, those are going to convert higher. Or if it's an individual lead that has been passed to me because we've seen a lot of activity, they seem highly engaged. Again, they're more likely to convert. I'm going to put in that little extra effort because I know if I can get them into a conversation, they're going to convert at a higher level. So absolutely, those higher priority leads are where we see a lot of sales reps leaning into making and sending a video. Mm -hmm. Um, But what we do also find is that a lot of reps will also make what we'd call kind of a pre-recorded or off-the-shelf videos where they don't have to personalize it every time. And for example, in an outreach sequence, there may be a step three that says, okay, here's an email, here's a template, and here is, you know, insert your video here. Mm -hmm. And it could be one that you've already recorded. So it could be instead of me saying, hey, Dan, da 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 it's me as an individual. And I'm just saying, hey, it's Tyler at Vidyard here. Um, really, you know, thanks so much for clicking play. The reason I'm reaching out is I work with a lot of demand gen managers just like you, blah, 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 blah. So anytime it's a demand gen manager, I just drop that video in. And it's not going to work quite as well as a fully personalized one, but it's efficient. And it may have a bigger impact than just the templated email message. But it's something that you can do and you can use it over and over again. So a couple different ways you can think about using video, both hyper-personalized, custom-recorded, as well as ones you have off the shelf that you can drop into an email anytime and send out. Yeah, interesting. Now, shifting gears a bit, we've spoken about a lot of the good there. I'm I'm also interested to hear about the bad or maybe the not so good, right, When in terms of practice when it comes to video prospecting. Now, I've been seeing a lot of news recently on LinkedIn and other, other places about AEs and SDRs and just salespeople in general using tactics like FaceTime, cold FaceTime as a video nice. prospecting, which I find just bizarre, right? Where as part of a sequence, they're just randomly FaceTiming a prospect, which you know I'm sure is shocking enough to potentially elicit a, a pickup at some point in time, but that's got to be considered poor practice, I would have thought, in, in most circles. Right. But in terms of if you were to maybe describe not, not quite such bad tactics as that, but... <laughs> in terms of the not so good uses of video or, or, or the things to maybe avoid when it comes to video prospecting. Yeah. What are some of your thoughts around that? Yeah. So there's a, there's a couple of things when you're sending these videos Yeah, that you absolutely need to be mindful of. One of the biggest mistakes sellers make is their videos are too long. And, you know, they hit the record button and they want to get their entire message in there. They want to introduce themselves. They want to introduce their value proposition. They want to tell a customer story. They want to show the product up on the screen. It ends up being two or three minutes long. And for somebody who is not yet engaged in a conversation, they are not going to watch that long, no matter how great you are on camera. So our guidance is when you're using it for cold prospecting, aim for 30 to 60 seconds for these videos. It's enough time for you to get in there, introduce yourself, tease them a little bit with what you're trying to uh, deliver. 
but then pop back out. Because if somebody clicks on it and they see that it's three minutes, they're not even going to watch. They're going to say, I don't have time for this. So yeah. keep it short. There you go. The KISS acronym I like to say there. Keep it short seller is a good first thing. The second is, um, as we talked about earlier, that sellers give up too early because they find that recording videos are, you know, there's more that goes into it, right? Like, as you said, it's, if I'm not like feeling like I'm looking good that day, I may not want to make them, you know, I stumble over my words and it takes me 10 minutes just to make one, one minute video, which is very frustrating. But I think we have to reflect back on, you know, when we learn new techniques like this, you know, it never pops right away. I mean, think about when you started cold calling, right? Like how bad your initial cold calls were. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, how long it took for you to get into that rhythm where it felt comfortable and you're like, okay, I got this. I've mastered it. Right. So video is the same. And again, a lot of people will be inclined to try it. You know, they'll send 10 to 15 videos and then they'll give up on it because they haven't gotten their responses and or it feels inefficient. And what I've heard from a lot of our customers is that sending around a hundred videos is kind of that threshold where people feel like, okay, I can just do this in my sleep now. I can hit the record button. I can nail my message and send it off. And a hundred videos may sound like a lot to people like, whoa, like that's going to take me a long time. But if you just do five videos a day, right, for a month, you're there. Yeah. Or three videos a day for two months, yeah. right? And so just getting those reps in, because I promise you, it's going to be a skill that you're going to leverage for the rest of your sales career, right? This isn't just a one-time thing. So if you can get good at it now, I promise you it's going to be a benefit to you long-term. No yeah, and to your point, you know, getting comfortable on on camera as well is is uh, just for those short snippets is is invaluable, particularly in the world we're now living in, right? Where yeah. it's it's shifting from so much in person to so much virtual. And if you can get comfortable on camera and for 30 to 60 seconds, and that suddenly evolves into you know, 30 minute meetings, 60 minute yep. meetings, it's a it's a really important skill. And actually just generally knowing how to carry yourself on camera is something that's that's overlooked as well. You know, SDRs um, in the past, I remember when I started doing the job, I was told, look, it doesn't matter if you if you if you mess up your call, the person can't see you, they're just a right. voice on the other end of the call or whatever. But actually, in, ter- in today's selling environment, that's not the best advice because, yes, in an SDR, you know, if you're making a call, but at some point in time, you're going to have to get comfortable with seeing people and talking to people face to face. And that 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 short video pitch by camera is is a is a stepping stone to the the longer conversations you'll have with prospects down the line on that note actually so when it comes we've spoken a lot about the sdr community and mm-hmm. the SDRs, you know the sdr role using video as a as a prospecting tactic i just want to go back to um a point you made earlier where you were talking about aes having the ability to potentially increase their conversion rate of deals by by using camera you you, you spoke of, about one example which was you know maybe talking through a proposal for example by by video can you maybe expand a little bit on on your on, on where you're seeing AEs use video as a as a as a medium most often? Yeah, I think this is the the biggest opportunity, frankly, in in sales right now, and the most underutilized area for video. If you think about it from this perspective, you know, anytime as a salesperson, you're going to try to communicate a message, you know, answer a question, explain something, walk through something with a prospect. You can, right now, your arsenal is usually, well, I could type out an email and send it to them to answer that question, explain that idea. I could try to book a live video call and we could talk through it, you know, live. Or I might send them an off-the-shelf piece of content for them to, you know, again, show them something or explain it. Um, Those are typically the ways we would handle that today. You know, just sending an email, you know, it lacks that personality, that FaceTime, those sorts of things. Trying to schedule a live video call 
is great, but often that's like the last thing your customer wants to do, or you have yeah. to schedule for two weeks out. Um, and sending an off-the-shelf piece of content can be a nice way to explain something, but it, it doesn't give you the ability to customize it for them or contextualize the message. Yeah. And so uh, recording a video and sending it over is actually this really neat sweet spot right in the middle. Because if, again, if a customer asks, you know, how does this work, right? Instead of saying, oh, well, let's book a meeting and I'll walk you through it. Why don't I just record a video? I'll bring up my screen if I'm a software product or something like that. And I'll, I'll walk you through it. Like I'll record a video, I'll explain it and I'll send it over. You can watch it on your own time whenever you have a chance. And that video could be forwarded around to anybody else in the decision-making committee who needs to see it. And now all of a sudden your video is getting watched by five or six people at that account. They've all suddenly now met you, right? Without you ever getting on a call with them. Um, you're becoming more memorable. You're becoming more human with them. And it's a really simple thing that you can do. So it's everything from, you know, again, they ask you a question instead of typing out an email, hit the record button and say, well, great question. You know, so I wanted to explain it personally to give you some of the nuances. So the answer is da, 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 but you want to consider this as well. Right. And again, getting them to click and watch your video. Now, not only do they get the information, but they're literally spending time with you, right? You're, again, you're becoming more familiar. You're becoming more personal. And that also signals to them a better experience with you than the other sales rep who's just sending them links off to stuff. So there's yeah. all these cases where you almost have to pause and think, well, I want to send them this information, answer this question, explain this idea. Would it make sense for me to hit the record button and make a quick video to do it? Mm -hmm. And it's as simple as that. And it ends up opening up so many areas where you can make a video and use it in your process. Yeah, interesting. This may be a bit of a direct one, but do you have any stats that you as a company, getting a bit more specific about video, um, yeah. stats that you as a, as a company have been able to capture or produce that suggest, you know, X amount of percentage increase in terms of win rate based on using video as part of your sales process rather than not? Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. We we don't have that primary data ourselves because, you know, we we know how many times videos are getting watched, but it's hard to then extract that uh, further out. But yeah. that said, there was a research report done this year called the State of Virtual Selling 2021, which surveyed, uh, it was nearly a thousand different sales reps, you know, and, and how they were using video. And from those who were using these types of video messages in their sales process, it was, I think, 73% reported higher response rates with video. So that's kind of the prospecting side. But one of the interesting thing was about 50% reported both um, shorter deal cycles and higher close rates. And shorter deal cycles, again, it's interesting to think, well, how would just sending videos do that? But back to this point of instead of scheduling a meeting two weeks out to yeah. you know, do a demo, what if I recorded a video and sent it to them right now? Yeah. Maybe that next meeting becomes a pricing discussion instead of a walkthrough. How can it increase close rates? Well, yeah, simple things like giving them a better experience during the process and standing out from your competitors, right through to sending over a proposal where you actually have a video of you walking through it, explaining it clearly to them so they know exactly what they're getting. So yeah, it's interesting to see people reporting those different uh, areas by you know incorporating these into their process. It's definitely happening. Absolutely, yeah. And I think that's only going to continue evolving to, to, to the earlier points that we are making around adoption still being relatively low despite video being such an important medium for all of us in in today's selling environment uh, as a I, I think we when we think video we think zoom we think teams we think google how we don't think you know short snippets where you can you can really add value in the in the sales process in between live virtual meetings we've spoken a lot about selling and sales people there's more than just sales departments of course within businesses Marketing and customer success are other areas that I was I was thinking as we've been yeah. going through this this uh, this conversation that 
are also areas that could potentially get involved and really utilize um, video as a medium of communication. What are your uh, what are your thoughts on on other departments using using video as a as a as a means? Yeah, I think it's a very similar discussion. You know, customer success, account management. It's the same idea. You know, a big part of your role is to maintain strong relationships with your customers to keep yourself top of mind. So when the renewal yeah. time comes up, they're not like, oh, wait a minute, who are you again? So when you are communicating out to your existing customers as an account manager, again, periodically, make sure you're sending them short video messages because it gives them an opportunity to see you for you to continue to be familiar and, and, and stay very personal with them. A really simple thing you can do. And of course, yeah, marketing, other areas of the business, you know, the use of video is, is growing. I think the biggest thing for marketing right now is using video as a way to educate audiences. It's yeah. less about, you know, it's a great advertising and promo medium, but the best use for video right now, especially in B2B, is to educate our customers, to show them clearly how something works, to clearly explain different ideas, because they want more and more to watch, to consume on their own time, and more and more have a propensity for visual information. So if we can answer their questions through video, whether it's stuff we pre-produce or stuff we self-record and send over as a video message, I think we're all going to be better communicators and we'll help our customers be more successful in the long term. Yeah, and it's a really interesting point, actually, that around marketing. So there's a couple of things. First thing is me and others have heard more and more from prospects. You know, can you send us a two-minute video or a one-minute video outlining your company, right? Which is like a the high-level company promo. But then the other thing that I've been hearing a lot of from some of our clients that they're getting a lot of success with is they're doing recorded testimonials with their clients. Absolutely. Right? So the recorded testimonials where they're getting success is they're actually asking their clients to make it super informal. Can you yep. just do it like an iPhone selfie? Or can you do it like, a, to your point, like a video? video? Yep. So rather than it being this really scripted, professional video that's being sent out to customers that doesn't really feel that authentic, just do do, do a selfie or do a, do a, a video, right? Do it super short super informal, you know, just shoot from the hip and explain what you're actually really thinking about, you know, your work with that particular vendor. And it makes it much more relatable, right? And I think uh, that's, so that's on the marketing side. I, I, in, in, in our view, in, on the customer success side, we as a business, for example, are just really starting to invest now a lot in customer success. And, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of thoughts around, well, how can we, how can we develop a customer success cadence? Now, you know, we've got a lot of people that are constantly involved with our customers. So, is an email every quarter the best option? Probably not. What's that? That that looks like you're just checking in, and it's not really adding any value. You know, is sending them a newsletter about your company good? It's okay, right? It's keeping them abreast of your company. It's okay. Is sending them industry content, you know, good? Yeah, it's okay. But if you could wrap that all up into a video and and have a, a kind of regular cadence for keeping them up to date and educated. To your point, just having that person front of mind visual. And feeling like they're talking to you makes it much more relevant and engaging than just receiving a newsletter that most of the time people click unsubscribe, right? So, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, no, it, it really does. Yeah, no, I think you're I think you're spot on with all of that. And uh, you know what I see a lot of people doing with 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 things like that is yeah the 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 newsletter will have some updates, but it will often have a video as the hero, and it might be you know an update from the CEO, it might be from the VP sales, it might be from the head of customer success, or it might be from Sarah, the developer who built a really cool feature that we wanted to tell you about, you know, getting on a screen share and actually showing, I'm really proud of this new feature that we built for you. I'm actually the one who built it. I want to show it to you and how it works, right? Little things like that create this, like these moments of these micro moments of connection with our audiences in ways that just we haven't really thought about traditionally. And so even those little things of like, 
yeah, a video like that going one to many. And then the account manager following up with their own quick little personal video to their to their customer, you know, saying, hey, hope you saw last week's newsletter. Really cool updates from it. Just checking in, wanted to make sure everything was good. Let me know if you have any challenges this week I can help solve for you, right? Just those moments, again, just create a better affinity for your brand. And we haven't done them traditionally because, well, it was difficult. It was expensive, like producing videos, uploading them, all of that, but that's all gone, right? We can do this stuff, honestly, as quickly and easily as we can writing out text-based content or making a slide. We just got to figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have to say, it's something that we've dabbled with in our business, but, um, you know, I'm sure... Uh, us and others listening to this will will start to think about it a lot more seriously moving forward because uh, to be honest it's it, it's definitely sort of opened up my mind to thinking about different ways in which our team and and, and not just SDRs right all across a business can actually yeah. utilize video in a to to make communication and engagement with clients and prospects more relevant and and, and more engaging so it's uh, that that that's been really insightful so um, I am conscious of the time. We've been speaking for a little while now, and uh, and and uh, I think we're coming towards the end of our the the amount of time that we're meant to be discussing uh, video prospecting for. So if anyone wants to continue the conversation with you specifically, or indeed actually use Vidyard, for example, and, and get in touch about that, how, how how would you suggest that people get in touch with you to continue the conversation? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, two things. One is please follow me and connect with me on LinkedIn. So Tyler Lassard at Vidyard, you'll find me there. I share lots of tips, examples of using video in sales as well as more broadly than that. So check me out there. And then secondly, yeah, Vidyard is a free tool that anybody can use to record and send video messages as part of prospecting. You know, internally, you want to send a colleague a quick video or do a screen share. So you can sign up for free. Just go to vidyard.com and sign up for free and start trying it out and see how it works. And let me know on LinkedIn what you think. Sounds good. Well, it's been a, it's been a great conversation. It's been great to meet you. I really appreciate your time. And uh, I'm sure plenty of people will be getting in touch with you. I know, I, know uh, I think I still need to connect with you myself on LinkedIn. So I'm going to do that straight away. And uh, yeah, thanks again and, and look forward to catching up again soon. Wonderful. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. You've been listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.